What's happening, you savages? Alex Perez here, joining you for the very first time on this project called Alex Perez's Unconventional Podcast. Today, on the first episode, we have Miguel Ocampo joining the show. We're going to talk about online business, online marketing. We talk about fights. We talk about relationships, financial freedom, all of that good stuff. You can follow him on Instagram at OcampoMiguel9. To be quite honest, he does post a lot of cool and motivational stuff, so... If you're ever feeling down or if you need some extra motivation, I think following him is a very, very good idea. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Perez FC. I will shut up now so you can listen to this episode. I hope you all enjoy. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Again, enjoy it. Thank you very much. UFC Chicago, honestly, I thought that they were going to give us the the backhand because no disrespect to Zahudo, no disrespect to uh, Moraes, that's not a main event I want to see, man. Like, sure, Zahudo's a, what, Olympic gold medalist? <laughs> but, dude, Don't give us someone it. else, man. Don't forget to mention he's an Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> oh, he'll be pissed if we don't. He'll be fucking pissed if we don't, bro. <laughs> I think um after I think we might just be a little spoiled. I mean, I'm I'm don't get me wrong. I'm I'm very much I'm I'm looking forward to it. But um I'm looking forward to it because of the actual fight, you know, the variables that are going to go into the actual fight. I think we're just a little spoiled from the uh, pay-per-view era. You know, we're kind of used to having what we want to see. For example, if um, let's say I don't know, let's say Max came out on top, we would want Max Holloway against I don't know. We'd throw in Connor. We throw I don't know. We would just be okay with super fights. But um, I'm not mad at the whole thing. But I do understand um that that's not the best thing they could have put on. You know, they could have put they could have given us a way better show. I'm yeah. guessing. You know, I think I think it really went well for them uh, last year. And yeah. how, how are you going to go from uh, Yoel Romero and Whitaker um, practically like keeping each other from an inch from death, and uh, and then you're gonna you're gonna go with the fight like that? Who knows? They have their reasons, but um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm looking forward to the fight, but yeah, you're right. Like they they kind of um they could have given us a better main event. It's a yeah. little rude. Yeah, it is, and also it's such a big market. Chicago is because you don't really get to see so many so many events here in this part of the country compared to for example las vegas they get a how many big events a year like four three or four you know so you would think that because they're only here once a year they would give us a big fight and again it's no disrespect to Sahudo, no disrespect to marais um isn't shevchenko fighting in this too i think she's a she's a coming yeah yeah so you know you give me that card and i'm like mm, i don't know if i want to watch but then you fucking put Cowboy. I was about to say the and co- you put co-main. and you put Tony Ferguson. Man, dude, I'm in. I don't think I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody is like understanding of the type of fight we have in here. I, I, I mean, just because neither one of them has a title, but that should ease. If one of them had a had a title, that'd easily be the main event over over Cejudo and Moraes. Oh my because, god! Because dude, the, I mean, I can't even begin to break that fight down because Jesus, you know, having. El Kukui staring at a staring 
across from from Cabo. He's been on a rampage. He I has. mean, dude, like it could very well be like Tony demolishing Cowboy or Cowboy when dude when he shows up, man. That is a scary, scary man. Yeah. He, it, probably some of the best kickboxing there is in the UFC. And combine that with I feel I still feel like he's you know he might be exiting it, but he's physically he's still very very fit. He's a super game. On top of that, with all the experience that he's had, I mean, don't get me wrong, Tony's. Uh, I feel like the public eye will favor Tony automatically, but man, like that is a legit. No, I want to say super fight, but that is a really really good fight. You know, the UFC has been really marketing this as the people's main event. Which I think they knew they had to make a big fight like that for Chicago. And they know that this crowd is fucking hot, dude. When it comes to like fighting, of course, MMA, they're they're a hot crowd. Even in wrestling, dude, they're a really hot crowd. So they knew they had to make a fight like this. And also, Cowboy Cerrone, he fought May 4th. He fought the same night that Canelo and Jacobs did. And now, what? when's the fight going to be? June 8th or June 9th? June 8th, right? June, I think it's the 9th. June 8th, I think you might be having your memory because of the uh, aerial home. Oh, yeah. But, no, I think it's June 9th. Um, dude, Canelo is in... My man is in Paris right now. He's not... It, there's no way. You can't offer him enough money <laughs> to fight on that same night. There's no way exactly. that Canelo or really anyone would and do. And Cowboy, it. I mean, he's on the he's on the um the I forgot what it's called, the I think the Airdyne bike. He was on that thing yesterday. You know, like that dude's a madman. Why don't we look it up? But then again, you know, that's 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 Cowboy, you know? Yeah. That's Cowboy. I mean, that we wouldn't have we can't have we can't enjoy, we have to enjoy him completely. You know, we have to you know, obviously there's a bunch of these health risks left and right on why he shouldn't be fighting, but you kind of have to accept the fighter for his nature. You know, the same way that we had to accept Connor throwing a dolly in. It's just part of his nature, you know, like I guess some of these people don't understand these guys are, yeah, they're fighters and they're, um, they're these figures, but you have to understand that they're people just like us and their nature is going to translate to any part of these things. Uh, cowboy, you know the w- same way he fights. the The way that he fights, he carries it on with how he deals with business things. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. You know, it, he has that that chip on his shoulder that he's always want. Who knows? It could be a bunch of different things. But that same nature that he has in the octagon carries it out with him. And I mean, that's the reason why he's taking why he takes fights. He just loves fighting. You know, that's why we love him. But that's just his nature, so we can't really be mad at him. Correct me if I'm wrong, dude. Doesn't isn't Cowboy Cerrone's kid's name is uh, Danger? Ah, oh, I want to say I yeah, might be. I think he I, might have said I, that in an interview, right? or he calls him Danger or something it's like something that. Something like that, yeah. dude. I've he, heard that before. I think he has to be the only person in the world <laughs> that can get away with naming their kid Danger Probably. or even calling him. Anybody danger. else would just catch the the internet would demolish them. But oh yeah, of course. But yeah, not Cowboy. That's why Conor McGregor went for the safe route. I'll just name him Junior. There we right, go. There we which go. is Same not it, it. It's not a bad choice for all you juniors. Could you imagine the the outrage that would be if Connor named his kid something like that? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> if he the, named this kid like uh, I, I was gonna say Bentley, but Bentley is Bentley, actually. I mean, it, to, it's it's not too bad, and it would it, have to be really in an Irish accent. Mm. It would have to be like Bentley, <laughs> Bentley, Bentley, Bentley McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking. 
Uh, I, I was going to say the C word, but I know people get really fucking touchy when it comes to saying the... I hope you know what C word I'm talking about. Bentley, get over here, you dirty cunt. <laughs> there you, there you go. And uh, by the way, if you guys hear that, it's my mom in the background. Hi, mom. Um, she is like in and out. There you go. My mom, she is uh, she's doing the laundry and she's doing some garden work. Miguel Ocampo joining the show. What is up, man? UFC talk. Um, it gets us really excited. It does. Of course. Summertime. And we're going to fight as we speak. Yeah. And and we're going to meet Ariel Hawani, dude. That is like, um, how how can I put this for people who don't watch mixed martial arts? It's like, just put mm. it this way. I, I mean, the, there's there's fighters that get, there's these fighters that are getting interviewed um, in these big, you know, this big room. You have these fighters, 10 fighters that are fighting that night and you have all the reporters asking when this gentleman this reporter when this gentleman stands up he has his own set of fans that are cheering for him as he's about to ask the questions so i mean that that even caught me by surprise but um this is a the, the top of the game as far as mma analysts go and um yeah man it's gonna be a pleasure cool guy dude it's gonna be so fun it's what two well i mean we're we're recording this on the Ariel's such an instigator, 20. though. Oh I yeah, mean, he is. <laughs> don't get me wrong; I don't, I don't love the guy, but I mean, I do admire his hard work. He, 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 oh yeah, he's a hard worker, no oh, doubt. Goodness, but man. <laughs> top of the game for a reason. I'm sorry. Before I before we continue this, yeah, yeah, I think this one time, ah oh, man, I forgot what it was. I think he came out with three different vid, like I think twenty minute videos in one in one day. I think, and you know, you could say whatever you want. It's you know, it's all oh, just a twenty minute video. It takes time to edit these things out. Yeah, he has his team behind him, but I feel like he's at the top of a reason. I, 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 I wish I could to do him justice. I wish I could remember the amount of activity he had one day, but he was all over the place. And he was, you know, he's at the top of a reason. This guy, he puts in work. He puts in real work. Like, I'm talking about if he had to, if there was an event here, he, let's say this Saturday, and there was another one in, I don't know, Seattle in a week. Like Monday morning, he would be he would probably arrive in Seattle. You know, I, Sunday morning he'd probably be flying be flying out. You know, like this guy. You know, he's at the top of reason. So he's an interesting man. I can't wait to see him. Oh yeah, and he's gonna open it up for the crowd too. So I mean, we gotta think of some questions. We're not gonna say him here because we don't want you to take them if you're if you're gonna go to to the event. But if you are and you see us, just say what's up. I mean, we're. We're cool dudes, but also you touched on something really important when it comes to like traveling and all of that. And I think that's the life of a journalist. People people think that that being a journalist is just um, you know writing or being in front of a camera or talking to a microphone and stuff like that. But no, dude, you got to do a lot of research when you're creating a piece. Like for example, um, I've seen lately on on Helwani, and it sounds like we're on ariel's jock but but we're we're really not we're just really you know we're, we're giving him props for what he does he does this new thing um ariel's thoughts or something like that on instagram that he just are like random thoughts and he like you know it's it's like a graphic on his instagram page and he just talks about that so it's it's really the little things that ariel hawani does that gets him to the top again you might you might say that he's an instigator i won't disagree with you because he is um i'm pretty sure you're gonna remember that one time that nick diaz told him that um 
that people like that get slapped where he's from, which is uh, Stockton, California, by the way, if you guys don't know. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, he's an instigator, but that's what, I mean, how many fights do you think he has, he has created, not necessarily like put to paper like Dana White does, but how many fights do you think he has stirred up in his years covering mixed martial arts? I th- because I think, of he's an instigator. I you know he's he's an instigator, but I I think he just more than it being a personal thrill off of him. I think he overall understands the nature of um of creating a fight, and um, I guess he he knows he you know sometimes he does get caught with it, but I think he knows how to push enough. Mm-hmm. To get the, to, you know, let's say he's interviewing uh, Nick Diaz, let's say again for some reason. He knows just enough, well, besides Nick Diaz. That's a bad example, actually. Let's say Tyron Woodley. He knows enough. He knows to push Tyron enough to talk about his opponent because he knows Tyron will have, obviously, somewhat of a disagreement with his, with his, with his opponent. But he knows not to push hard enough to where Tyron pulls it on him. Does you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he he makes sure the focus stays on the other fighter most of the time, but I mean now after that whole Nick thing and after that case, fighters are more inclined to point him out on it. But I still think he he you know he does his thing and he gets away with it sometimes. But um, like I said, it's just it's just part of him. So so can't be too mad at him. One last thing before we switch topics to, I think it's incredible how Ariel Helwani is still a top tier probably the best mixed martial arts journalist out there and dana white hates his guts dude like dana white could have easily and he i mean he kind of did shut him down completely and just revoked all of his uh rights to go in and cover ufc events and somehow some way because he's that good he can still do it and it wasn't too long ago. It was, what, like three years ago when he spewed that Brock Lesnar stuff? Which was, obviously, it was real because he fought in that UFC 200 card. But, yeah, man, I mean, you can't live without good journalism, you know? So, Ariel Helwani's just doing his thing. Yeah, I think that whole thing, um, Dana White has, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about that guy, but um, <laughs> Dana White, you know, he's 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 an amazing, amazing, amazing businessman. So he also, but he also has the tendency of being a hothead. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we've seen him go off on his own fighter sometimes, uh, so on and so forth. But after that whole thing, he he's the type to, to fire off and then afterwards pull away a little bit. You know, and kind of after the uh, dust settles at the end of the day, he kind of realizes what he needs and when he doesn't. Um, definitely, definitely a rookie mistake of him to... Um, to get rid of Ariel Wani because whether you like it or not, that man's going to bring you a lot of views. He's going to bring you, he's such an asset to the UFC and ESPN realizes it. That's why they, you know, they signed him completely, but he's such an asset for Dana that he just has to live with him. You see him now, right? You see him now. Like yeah. Dana's a lot wiser now. Yeah. He he realizes that, you know, th- that guy's there to stay. So it, you might as well, you see him now, how he, how he speaks to him and, when he has any sort of uh, press conferences, you've seen how he, you know, he he treats him. He doesn't necessarily like him. He doesn't have to like him. You know, you he's gonna he's a businessman that's gonna run into countless amounts of people that he doesn't like. But he does understand that Ariel is an asset, and that they need to they need to just find a way. You know, 
obviously it's going to be different now with how he's around him and he's going to make sure certain information doesn't get near him. If there is, you know, two top, like, let's say if he had to choose for something, for some, whatever reason, uh, between Brett Akamoto and Ariel, obviously he's going to pick, he's going to go with Brett or whatever, just out of, out of his dislike. But for the most part, he does understand he does have to deal with him and they just going to have to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And again, this isn't just us talking great about Ariel Helwani because when we talk about about Helwani like this, we're essentially talking about the good mixed martial arts journalist like Luke Thomas. He's a guy that I've really gotten into his work a little bit more as of late. Um, I can't really think of any off the top of my head because I think those two are... Akimoto. Oh, of course, Akimoto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh, he, you know he he does he doesn't do necessarily the same thing that that Helwani does because he doesn't have his own show but he's very active on on social media. I think it all depends on uh different exposure maybe. Like for example, I Luke Thomas, I barely know anything about him. Like mm-hmm. I I I just know that John Jones doesn't come at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh-huh. I know rightfully so you know yeah. but um I just I guess I just I just, I've just seen Ariel and Akimoto's name a lot more. Come across more news has come across from them. Um, whether I like it or not, you know, I've, I would, you know, any, anything with, with a news flash for, for UFC, you know, I'll click on and, um, yeah, just Akimoto, I feel like is really active. So, I mean, he's active enough to the point where I remember his name at the top of my head, you know, so. Oh, he's a sharp dude too. He's, he's, he's sharp. He's been on broadcast like on UFC prelims and stuff like that. So he's definitely a person that, uh, that got a lot more exposure with this ESPN deal because he worked for ESPN before. So now he, he gets his shine because ESPN, the, the company that he worked with and still does work with has the rights to broadcast the fights. So, I mean, it just, it was that much better for, it worked out for, for yeah, it worked out just fine. And now, um, you know, let's switch gears a little bit. We were talking right now about clicks and um, and social media and stuff like that. I know you're into um, a what's lot of, the, a lot of things, man. Yeah, like don't like, try to put a name to it because I can't even put a name to it. <laughs> online business, e-commerce, stuff like that, Along dude. It it's always been so fascinating for me because you and uh, your good friend Carlos, maybe he wanted to remain unnamed. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, you two are are people who do not want to work for someone. You want to work for yourselves. So that to me again has always been so fascinating. Like that whole journey to to actually become financially independent. How did you get into like e commerce? Well, I'll start off with the um with the need for financial freedom. I think that um I it started off as uh I I knew what I wanted, but I just didn't really know how to get there. Uh, I kind of just found my vehicle and just went all in with it. Really, that's that's all you could really explain. Um, it's um, I I just think it overall, it's just the the internet and um, just us as a species getting like connecting and 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 really getting ahead of things. You know, this internet has this whole internet thing has created so many countless opportunities. Man, there's there's so many jobs out or not jobs, but like so many ways that people have made a living off of simply there's so many like little specific niches you can go into but in reality it's just like you know the world the internet the world like people are just if someone's anybody if you want something you'll find an opportunity in almost anything you know and a lot of these a lot of these careers a lot of these 
you, you know, there's people my age, there's younger, there's older, there's people that are retired that are, do, you know, starting this and, and, and really, really finding what they've been looking for the entire time. They're, look, they're, you know, they look for financial freedom. They couldn't find out of their life. And all of a sudden this Internet, you know, they understand what's in front of them, which gives them like the biggest gift because they're able to see how much of an opportunity it really is. And they're able to just go off and just, you know, build whatever they want off of it. And the internet has created so many opportunities. Like, it's ridiculous. You really just have to get out there and just look around and try different things. And, and you'll come across something that, that you like. But it all has to be if you want it, you know. But I think um, I think the more the bigger, 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 I guess, mountain you have to climb is being in the right mindset or being the right person to get there. Because, um, you know, something I'm currently working on on a daily basis is you have to become the person that, you know, because at the, you draw this path out for you and for yourself. And you, like I said, you need the vehicle to get there, whether, whether it be through school, through, you know, a job, through moving up through a business, creating your own business, whatever the case may be, there's this uh, final product that you envision at the end of the day. And I think becoming that person is a hundred times more important than, you know, conquering a skill set and getting farther because you're going to conquer a skill set. You're going to get great at, at, um, at your career. You're going to get great at your career. I'll get great in my career. Somebody else will get, will be an amazing, uh, journalist, you know, but, um, what happens when you hit those speed bumps? You know, what happens when you, you know, get on top of everything you want. Let, let's say you hit that, that halfway goal. And what happens when uh, everything gets wiped out in front of you? What happens when there's, when, when there's a recession, what, what happens when all that gets th troubles go through, you know, everybody goes through these things and you have to become the person to be able to deal with those, to be able to deal with those things before you go ahead and, and, you know, try to cling on to a skill set and think that that's going to figure it all out for you because so many people, so many people crumble. And in a world where, um, your business completely reflects you because you know, it's entrepreneurship. So I, I, the beauty of entrepreneurship is that it's completely up to you at all times, but there's, you know, there's a huge downside to that. If something isn't working, it's all on you. You know, you're, you're the, you're the final line of defense. You're your own final line of defense. You're the very front, you're the very back. So if it's going, it's go, if it's going great, it's the greatest feeling in the world. But if it's not, it's, you know, it's, Highs and lows, just like just like everything else. But oh, I think yeah, it's, it's super frustrating. So so much. I think it's so much more because you understand that you're in full full control at all times. You know, this is your this is your. It feels like a baby. Like I I, I hope you know maybe somebody out there will, will will understand. But when you create one of these something like this, it's you. It's your baby. It's completely ref, a reflection of you. If it's not, if it's fluctuating, if it's going downhill, it's going uphill. It's because you do a bunch of things right or you do a bunch of things wrong or because you half-ass a lot of things. You're, that's the reflection you're going to get at all times. And like I said, it's important to become the person first because you need to be able, you need to have thick, thick, thick skin for this man. So serious. And that's, that's all I'll give you. Like, <laughs> for, like personally, what, what helps me so much going forward. But man, you have to have the thickest skin. You have to have the strongest head on your shoulders and you only get that with confidence. You only get the confidence by putting in the work that's necessary every day, you know, on becoming that person before you get on that vehicle and you, you, you know, cause you could pick whatever business model, but if you take, 
if you take a kid out of um, Honduras, right? Yeah. It's probably one of the harshest countries. Oh, you yeah, take of a course. Kid, let's say you take a kid out of uh, Honduras and you give, I don't know, one of your neighbors the same opportunity. The kids from Honduras are going to fucking eat him alive. They're going to eat him for breakfast before breakfast, you know, because they understand. And they, unfortunately, they had to go through some of these things out of their control, but they're that much stronger. Their skin is that much thicker. Good luck pissing one of those kids off with something you're gonna piss the other kid off a lot quicker than you will piss that kid off why because that kid's been through so much more you know so you kind of have to and sometimes these these people are your competition so you know you want to go ahead and um start crying that something's not going your way that's fine yeah it's not going his way but that's not the worst that he's seen he's gone days without eating before so if this isn't going his way he doesn't care he knows that there's something else on the other side for him you know so I think that's that's so important. I really I really hope um, people take the most out of that. But that's that's something that I see that um, a lot of a lot of people don't see. And um, yeah, I think you hit it right on the head, dude. You put a perfect example with um, with the kids, of course. Someone uh, and no offense to anyone from Honduras, but it's really a third world country, you know. And uh, compared to here, which sure we might not be rich. We might not be millionaires, but we eat every day. We have a job. Um, we can go to school freely. We, we can do so many different things. So I, I feel like that's why people who are entrepreneurs are people with rough backgrounds. Same thing with athletes. Athletes, it's rare. It's very rare that you see a kid who had both of his parents, who had a six or seven figure income annually make it onto the big stage because he is used to having everything put on a plate and even maybe even spoon fed uh, uh, right right you know directly so yeah man i i think having a thick skin is not only something that you need to have for for business it's really for everything in life it's it's you know and it's way more in depth than um for example having thick what do you mean what do you think um what do you think I'm referring to when I say thick skin? Like, when do you? Well, when it comes to business, I think that you're talking about being able to handle the losses because some people, some people see that their numbers are red, as they say, mm-hmm. and they automatically start to panic. I say this because I am guilty of it. You know, I've 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 had some some adventures that haven't gone my way, um, and I I see it and I'm like, oh, maybe maybe this isn't so much for me. So. Um, being able to handle those losses, being able to handle the pressure of, like you said, being your first and last line of defense. If something goes wrong, it's on you, you know? Um, and, and that's something that I feel people don't really understand when it comes to business. And I took an accounting class this last semester um, and like the liabilities that that we were talking about when like for example you, you're in a corporation obviously you need to work to get to that place because you're not just gonna open up a, a, a you're not just gonna set up shop and have a corporation automatically because when you know when you're first starting up it's it's a dba you're doing business as and your taxes aren't aren't uh, aren't separated you're, you're filing taxes together so if something goes wrong with that, you need you need to have thick skin and a hard head, like you said, to deal with all, all those problems. And if you can deal with those problems and if you can overcome those problems, then I think 
that is what having thick skin means in the business world and that's why i answered it like that because we're talking about about business right now yeah you see that 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 is that's good you know that's you you get what i mean yeah. you know you get, oh, you get yeah, of, I mean. course, of course now while you do understand what i mean there's so many small situations that will oh, happen of course. that people yeah. th- that people think that has nothing to do with how like i feel like it, it as a whole you need to like fully understand how much you need that thick skin or that actual belief or the actual faith in what you in in your end goal that goes that literally goes into everything that you do that day i'm actually gonna i'm gonna share this part with you so last week i've had one probably one of the most successful days up to date if not the most um you know when everything was supposed to be going great after let's say i hit a certain uh dollar amount right the day after you would uh, in this the, the great thing about this business model is that you're able to double up over and over again as long as like you handle certain variables it's a lot easier to to for example let's say right now you want to uh you know you sign a great deal on the house and you want to flip that over and you want to do that to, uh instead of just one house next month you want to do two houses that is a lot more work a lot more you know it's very hard to uh double up on things like that online it's 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 so much easier it's so much less maintenance it's things are so accessible <laughs> yeah now you would th- it's all right well, making that point i had probably one of my highest selling days if not the highest selling day the day after i i went completely zero same no explanation say same everything same let's say same marketing strategy same ads same everything the all the variables were in place the result was great the day before all the variables all the variables were in place the next day's result didn't make any sense it didn't add up now me i you know i got i got frustrated for a couple hours and i i very i got really upset at myself afterwards for becoming frustrated because i know in my core that that result is not something i deserved now i didn't sit there i didn't sit there a second longer and start questioning as to why that's where the grit comes in that's where the fight comes in that's where you need to it's very easy to to envision your end goals. It's very very easy to envision all these all these good things when things are going good. You know, a, a lot of people knock on Connor for for the amount of. Um, I was thinking about the exact same thing oh over and god. over we again. Were, dude. Oh my god, that over, is crazy. You know, a lot of people <laughs> like to knock on this guy. You don't have to love everything about him, but no. man, like the 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 mentality he has, man. You're you, you have to you have to be able to. My man's Bruce Lee. You got to be able to flow like water. Or, no, I'm sorry. Flow, yeah, flow like water. You have to, you know, these things have to rub off on you. They have to like hit you. Okay, it's over. On to the next one. You know, I I sat there a little frustrated, but then afterwards I I realized, okay, this is where this is where my grit comes in. This is where this is where the the actual faith needs to be in. I know I didn't deserve it, so I didn't try to you know handle. You can't. I can't control results. I really can't. You can control everything else that leads to it, but you can't control the results. So what I do, you just have to take a step back, overlook everything, take a step back, break everything down, analyze why are you, why are we receiving things like this, and do what you have to do, and that's going to give you confidence going forward. And I feel like that that's where thick skin needs to come in, you know. And afterwards, after after the fact, I f- I, I felt really good, you know. I I went to sleep. Believe it or not, I had a better time sleeping those nights that 
I had zero sales in than the day that I had more successful. I okay. slept better that night okay. because you know you got you get filled with excitement mm. when you when you hit that you know, when you hit the highest of highs complacency will eat you alive man mm. Mm. eat you alive not to say I, I was complacent the day after believe me I just countless amounts of years I have I've left to give countless amounts like I can't even begin to yeah but it's very easy to to you know I've been working I've been working at this thing for for months tirelessly sometimes and um and you know when you hit these when you hit these high points it's it's so easy to to kick your feet up or not not just kick your feet up but to enjoy yourself to to you know but that's fine that's to an extent but complacency will set in whether you like it or not and i truly believe that the, it all worked in my favor because it it i feel like it was the almighty telling me like okay yeah that we're gonna reward your, your your hard work but what are you gonna do now like let's see what are you gonna do now you know let's see are you gonna sit there and question the world are you gonna what are you gonna blame and i mean i it, it was a it was a test and i feel as though i passed it and that's only because of the thick like the thick skin. i realized that like you need to Stay, keep that base your actions off of your commitment to your end goal and not off of emotion because it's so easy you have to detach yourself from emotion if you're going to go into anything like this if you want to you know you have to detach yourself from emotion because in fighting in school all that a lot of people don't see ego and emotions are are, are a motherfucker man they'll eat anybody alive yeah. anybody you're, and it happens a lot more than than anybody thinks but Think about the last time you were upset and think about how much your ego plays into that or your emotions towards something play into that, you know? So those are the, yeah. But yeah, and you really need to have thick skin. Uh, you need to really understand what it is you're getting yourself into. Um, weigh out the rewards and the risks. You know, are you willing to, let's say this business is your everything. Okay, are you willing to not buy a, like, I don't know. Are you willing to cut down going out? Whatever the case may be. Are you, you know, let's say you're on your own. If you have, if you have like a boyfriend or girlfriend, husband, wife, are they on board with you? Because if not, you're going to have to start choosing one or the other sometimes, you know, that I feel like some, one of my biggest advantages, one of my biggest advantages is that, you know, this really struck me. And this is from a while ago that, that um we spoke about him earlier, Nick Diaz, what a character he is, but um, you know, he goes into these fights and he's thinking, you know, I'm about to go, you know, I'm going to talk to the ladies. He's like, I'm about to go in there. You know, my opponent, he, <laughs> he's like, my opponent, he has his little wife and his little kids. And he goes, I can't have that because this is all I have. All I do is fight. And he's like, so I'm going to go beat your ass in front of all your kids or whatever, because you, you know, and that's sometimes there's beauty in it all. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's beauty in it all, but you have to also understand while you have that wife and that pretty little family, there's somebody right next to you with none none of those distractions, with one goal in mind. You know, Nick Diaz had the you know he had the goal of beating the shit out of the other dude, while the other dude, not to knock off anybody, but I'm just gonna pick on Chris Weidman. But he, for example, he has his two kids. He has to go take care of them. He has to, you know, he has to take them to school. Um, he has his wife. He has to keep happy. He has to keep the family in line, everything else. What's Nick Diaz doing? He's fucking, he's, yeah, he's, he's running four training, miles yeah. while you're, you and your, you, you know, you're taking your kids to school and 
you get your little coffee and all these other things and you talk to the wife you know he just finished his five mile run um you know he's working out while you're working out when you're done working out, i have to go take care of other things he just finished his boxing training now he's gonna go swim you know go have your family dinner you know after this i'm gonna go do jujitsu you know that's kind of what you have to approach it as you know you have to understand that you have to wait you have really have to wait if it's worth it for you or not and you have to yeah. ask yourself these questions constantly or they're gonna if you don't choose things will choose for you you know things will choose for you that's damn i'm spitting an analogy about a lot of <laughs> not, too much knowledge about. no yeah yeah you are but that's I'm going good. a little too crazy no i gotta, I gotta hold back no i can't let these people have it all that's true too but um you know i, I think you hit a subject that not many people want to talk about um and that's having a family so early long, so early on in life and and listen this isn't a, a knock on anyone but here's my thing and if you know me for a long time you've known that i've said that i'm not getting married probably i'm probably never getting married i'm just gonna say this ladies i'm sorry but we're sorry um yeah we're sorry but i i, I just don't see myself getting married because i don't think anyone can deal with the stuff that i do not i mean that might sound like a bad thing but like like my my i don't think anyone can keep up with my routine and the stuff that i do and dude i i i've seen the work that you've put in i don't think anyone can keep up with you either and if you do find someone that can keep up with with, with your work dude keep her you oh know? we're talking about female wise yes oh okay yes, okay. yes. No, I, I, now i actually believe it or not i might i defer from it a little bit because while i do think that uh it's it's the biggest advantage when you don't have to worry about uh you know somebody else in general um it it can it's a double edged sword man it, it, it they can it can drain you or it can fuel you even more you know because don't get me wrong i've seen countless amounts of uh women that know exactly how to how to play it you know but it's there's so many variables that go into it man there's there's so many variables that go into it like trust things like that it could very well happen man it, there's countless amounts of successful things that go like that you know too um some something that um grant grant cardone one of the one of the people i look up to the most um something that his wife brought up is that you know she's not really too much on she doesn't need too much room she doesn't need much room her she understands that she understands his objective and she understands that her role is helping him get there and he understands the same the same thing his role is to help her get there. That's, you know, mm -hmm. that's, we yeah. can both agree that that's actual love. You know, let's say, let's it's say not you a needy relationship. Exactly. You, know? you want to take that. Let's say you want to take this to the moon. If somebody, if a girl come along and actually love you, she'll help you get there and she'll yeah. understand what she can do to help you and what she cannot do to distract you from it. She cannot distract you from it, from being, I don't know, overall, like just if she's more focused on her thing and doing her thing, there's no way that's going to distract you or bring you down or anything like that. Now, if she wants to start picking things at a bunch of things that you have, no, let's say something small, like let's say um, you're in the office and you're working, you're supposed to, you were supposed to get home at eight. Um, but something out of your control is keeping you in there. And it just so happens. L listen, babe, I have a, I have an interview finally with fucking Khabib just called me that he says the only time he could do an interview is right now. So I'm going to have to, if you know she'll if there's actual love there's actual trust there she'll have no problem with it you know she'll okay we'll shake and roll with it 
you know, mm-hmm. if it's out of your control. Yeah. And, you know, if it's in your control, you know, obviously there's going to be a fucking little argument there. Oh, but, yeah. But, of course. Um, of course. But yeah. no, there's, uh, don't don't get it wrong. There's there's definitely a lot of women. There's, there's real women out there, man. I I see you guys, but a little <laughs> too focused right now. You know? Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, now that you mentioned that the support is so important and sometimes you don't even need it from a significant other. If you have support from your parents or from your siblings or from your family or friends or whatever, that's more than enough. But you, you brought up something that, that, um, that reminded me of something else I was watching. Um, what's uh, Food Truck Diaries with Brendan Schaub and he had Dustin Poirier on. Um, I was watching it yesterday and Dustin Poirier was talking about how important his wife is. I was is, just about to say that. Is in his success as a fighter and not only that but as a man as uh as a husband or or a boy and i'm pretty sure they're married as a husband as a father um you know she he he mentioned something about uh about his his wife driving him to his first fight when he was 18 they drove about two hours or something like that and you know she was willing to do it because she she believed in him and this is a quote from from Dustin he said she believed in me even when i didn't believe in myself and i'm getting goosebumps just like mentioning this right now because that unconditional support is so rare to the point where we when we see it we're like oh my god it's real (laughs) you're damn right it's real it yeah it exists and trust me dude i don't i don't i don't like being a burden for anyone so I, I I like I totally understand like when someone is focused on something and they want to accomplish something like dude, do your thing you know, uh but but yeah there are some people and not not necessarily girls because us guys we can get pretty fucking jealous too like you know and say oh well, what what you, you want to study like you want to do good things for yourself and be great at what you do not like nah you can't do that that's super sexist first of all um but there are people out there like that that just want to keep you at a certain level and i think those are the people that you definitely have to eliminate from your life or else you know it's you're just gonna be in the same spot forever and sometimes it's not even like a significant other sometimes it could be someone that you call a friend or someone that you get along with really well um sometimes it's it's just that the the mentality that they have and i'm gonna and i'm gonna stop you right there yeah and sometimes what's important is that that other person that um that is stopping you from moving forward you have to also understand they don't know that they're doing this they think and that that's you know that's a conversation that people need to have if they're gonna keep if they want to keep moving forward and the people around them cannot you have to understand there's nothing wrong with you you know there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with for you wanting better for your, for for yourself, you know. There's nothing wrong with you trying to make it out here, you know. And if they, I'm telling you, if they actually love you, they'll. And if you also, it's it's all about um, getting your point across, getting everybody on board too. They need to know you. You need to list out, like not list out, but you need to spill out exactly what you're doing, where you're going, how they can help, how they cannot help. If they can't, or if they, you have to make it clear to them. And I feel like that works wonders, man. That works so many wonders. A lot of the times, it's they they don't know that they're doing the damage. You know, they let's say um let's say you have a girlfriend and you can't go out you can't go out every weekend with her because 
um, you understand how much um, money we could spend on consumption and it would be better to invest it in somewhere, something else that will in the long run will help you. It comes in several forms. If you don't explain the whole thing for her and you simply just tell her, um, you know, what, we, we can't, you know, we can't, whatever, we can't go to these things every week, you know, all this other stuff. It's going to come off as, oh, he doesn't want to spend money on me. He doesn't want to spend time with me, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it goes so much deeper. That's just with the, with the relationship. That applies to anything, like whether it be the brother, the sister, the mom, the cousin, whatever the case may be. You have, you like, for example, you sometimes you just, you can't do weekends, man. Like, you can't do yeah. weekends. Yeah. I had a, I had a, I had a really good weekend last weekend, but before that, man, I, that, that was only cause it was one of my best friends' birthday, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. um, and I don't get me wrong. I set everything else automated. I had everything else set up. I was away for a day and a half maybe. And, and even then I still had my laptop over there, but, um, no, yeah, it's, it's, it takes, um, it takes, it's, it's important to have everybody on board. If you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be shooting for the moon, it's important that you have everybody nice and equipped, ready to go with you. Because if not, you know, you, you're going to be climbing. How many people are on, how many people are on the, uh, are on the spaceship? Only a couple, man. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. you, you know, you, you need, <laughs> if people want to go with you, that's great. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's somewhere else the thick skin comes in. You know, that if people want to be with you, okay. But what's more important to you? Kind of keeping this okay relationship that might, backfire on you at the end or your end goal what's more important sometimes it's it's hard to you know, people some people don't want to hear that ultimatum but sometimes it comes that that nice and clear you know it's, sometimes you have to ask yourself it's the more time goes on the more i read the more i learn off of people the more i read off people's experiences the more the easier it gets to, to point these things out you know the, the clearer of a mind you have you, I constantly stop and ask myself whenever I start doubting whether I should do something or not, I just start thinking to myself, should, should I, is this going to get me better? Or is this going to get me closer to where I want to be? The answer is all very black and white. Is it yes or no? You know, and like right now, if we get invited out, it's a no instantaneously, you know, yeah. instant there's, you know, there's, it's very, very clear. You know, it's very, even if it's one of my, even if it's one of my, um, somebody that I knew in high school or after that, okay, do you want to catch up with them a little more than, do you want to, oh, hey, do you want to come catch up, uh, this and that, we're going to go, okay, what do you want more? Do you want to catch up with them or do you want to get closer to where you want to go? Do you want to do what you said you were going to do? Okay, up to you. Make the call. You know, yeah. you miss them a little more, mm-hmm. all right, then go ahead. But just understand that somebody else is in your position and they're going to pick the right thing and that's what you're racing against. Yeah. If you're okay with it and that's okay, you know, that... Not everybody has to, you know, has to get to the top of Mount Everest, but don't question things. Don't question why things aren't going your way when you make that decision mm-hmm. and you decide to go with the one that the other person didn't go with. Yeah. Yeah. So all, all your answers are on, are in your decisions taken, you know, because you said don't question it. And that's true. You shouldn't because that decision that you made is exactly why you have the result now that you have. And all of this that we've been talking about right now is what goes into being an entrepreneur, what goes into being a business person. It's not easy. It's it's not easy at all. Dude. It's no. No. It's no, it, like, it's not easy. The hardships that I've explained on here, it's man, like don't come close, man. Dude, it's it, they don't it, come it's, close. It, one day one day, you know, the, we'll be able to look back on this, but one day I, I plan on uh I'm going to write a small piece, man. And maybe, okay. you know, I, I'm not doing it to, because I could very well just tell people now if it was for 
me wanting to feel good about myself or people to tell me things or people to feel bad for me and then oh my gosh look at what this person did but i'm gonna i'm gonna let i'm gonna let it be known to everybody else just so people understand that you know it's it's 10 per, less than 10 percent. it's one percent of what happens to you and 99 percent on how you react to it and how you take it after that you know mm-hmm. if right now someone came in here and like i don't know walked out of here i walked out of here and somebody i don't know called me i don't know what called me the worst name that you could think of who knows okay is it you know i, I know myself in my core so i'll know exactly what you know you get what i mean right yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it's definitely all about your mentality when it comes to when it comes to doing this because it, it it's not easy when you're on a journey that requires so much work, so much effort, and that goes for anything in life if you want to be great at it. You know, uh, th- this isn't narrowed down just to business or or to or to this um, creating content or anything like that. I mean, shit. If you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a doctor, <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? The work is fucking. Re- ridiculous you have your work cut out for years and years and years just like us you know just because we don't have the title yet doesn't necessarily mean that that um that we won't we don't have to put in the work sometimes we have to put in double the work Mm -hmm. you know um you know sometimes and and i feel like a lot of what i've spoken about you know people will think that it's just about business and it's business minded but look around you man like you go to a campus and you you'll run into a mixed crowd, obviously, but you'll run into a lot of, um, you'll run into a lot of, uh, I don't a lot of worry, a lot of mm-hmm. uncertainty. Mm-hmm. A lot, Why? Yeah. Because, you know, it's, the problem is endless, but mainly it's people, you know, they're majority of the time they're making decisions based on what's best for them and what's best for their social side of things. And then they're kind of questioning as to why they're not excelling academically you know why is it because you know you simply you reap what you sow you know you've if you want to spend all weekend um you know if you want to go out and then let's say you have work the next morning and say that okay you'll do it uh, let's say it's it's friday it's friday right now let's say i want to go out and i know i'm going to work from tomorrow from 7 a.m to 5 Okay, I'll just do my homework tomorrow afternoon. Okay, like okay, go ahead. Do do it, but we'll, we'll talk again tomorrow and we'll see how much energy you have after Yeah, we'll going talk out. at 5:30 see if yeah. you want to do your homework. Yeah. Probably not. Or or you or you take care of business first and you could very well point out. I I guarantee you, you go to a classroom right now. You go to a classroom, you take take the grades out, you take the highest selling the highest selling. Fuck. I can't stop I can't stop fucking thinking about that thing about my about my baby. <laughs> but you go to a classroom of thirty of thirty people. Uh-huh. You take the habits of an a a a student, and you take the habits of a D student. It will be very clear. It will yeah. be black and white. Mm-hmm. What did you do the last week? Okay, break me down what you went through. Uh, you know, every day for. I've been there, man. I was I was a shit. I've been a shit student. I've been a good student. I've been a shit student. So have again. I. So have I. Yeah. And I've been a shit student. And I I know I probably didn't know then, but I know exactly why. I, I got exactly what I deserve. And people think that it's a bunch of different factors. I think people think it's countless amounts of factors. But in reality, what, what matters to you? You know, day by day, what matters to you? You know, how much how much time? Okay, let's say you have a biology class. How much time do you spend a day reviewing a test that's going to, 
you know, change the outcome. In reality, every little test is a little outcome of how your semester is going. A semester is an out is a variable on how your year goes. A year is how your life goes, man, academically, let alone with everything else. Mm-hmm. But uh, you need to become that person first. Like I said earlier, you need to become people think it's just about business, about um, a, a sport or, you know, it could be for anything. It could be a business, sport, school, whatever the case may be. You need to have the habits. If you want to be like a champion academically, whatever, you have to have the habits of a champion. You know, take take what, you know, something that I, I, I heard the other day that I had no idea of. Um, LeBron James, who we all know, I didn't know, but he spends over like $10 million in his on himself like mm-hmm. for to maintain his body mm-hmm. his physique mm-hmm. a year i had no idea but again it doesn't surprise me man no. like he's at the people like want to name a bunch of these things as to why somebody's like that they want to get crazy want to fucking just call it genetics and be lazy and just call it genetics yeah but it takes a sickening amount of work ask lebron ask kobe take the habits that they have on a daily basis over the over the last like you know 10 years and compared to an average player and the the answer is so evident but so many people like to overlook that because they you know it's easy for them it's easy to oh no that has nothing to do with it this and that you know they'll blame it on something else but i mean just take a look you know on anything you know take take i'm telling you go to a class ask the a student what they did the last week ask the d student what they did the last week and your answers are right there go to um Go to one of these um, MMA shows around here. Ask them what they're doing all week, and then go to the UFC and ask them what they're doing all week. Answer is very clear. Take the number one businessman in um, in the U.S. Ask him what he's doing, and ask an okay businessman. The answers will be right there every time. You know, it's you. You have to have these characteristics. You have to have the strong principles, strong habits to back you up. If not, you know the, and, you know worry and all these other things are always going to be there you know that you only get confident from doing these things you know from doing accomplishing little things you know taking out each day every single day that's where you get the confidence from you know it doesn't just happen like this people want to get to the end goal like this you know it's it's a mess you know it's Mm -mm. sad to watch sometimes but i mean you're just setting yourself up for a disappointment if you if you think that you're your end result is going to be is going to be so quick um i mean i can tell you this from experience i jump into some stuff with the wrong mentality and i'm end up i I end up disappointed you know so i think also something that i don't know if we've mentioned it maybe we have like um i think planning planning your stuff of course nothing is going to go exactly as planned but it is good to plan your stuff and to really prepare for success because like in a soccer game, for example, excuse me, um, games are won on the training ground Absolutely. in sports in general. You win your games at practice. You don't win your games in those 90 minutes or in those 60 minutes or in those 48 minutes or whatever. You win when you practice when you prepare same thing for all of this um you just have to be well prepared and you have to set yourself up for for success because if you're not setting yourself up for just for success then you're really essentially you're setting yourself up for failure unless you're that good at that certain thing that you want to do which john jones 
it, yeah, if you rely on on a certain talent, is the battery dying on our camera? I think it is. So we're gonna have to start wrapping it up. Oh man, um, yeah, you can't rely on your talent. If you do, again, chances are you you might see some success, not a lot. So preparation is key, and of course, all of that that, that Miguel mentioned, the mentality, the thick skin, um, that that ability to make very very difficult choices it's not easy it's not easy but uh it's not for everyone either it's not for everybody no last thoughts final thoughts before we wrap this up uh final thoughts i should have charged my camera damn it no it's all good (laughs) final thoughts man i think oh god man i really wish i could just help people did i die no i really man i really wish i could just say something to help absolutely everybody but the best thing i could go with is um you know work on yourself every day man if you if you let the day happen man you just kind of if you settle and don't plan things you're kind of letting things happen to you you know even the smallest things if you don't set out to you know get your job or go to school it's you know the circumstances are gonna are gonna decide for you you know all these things are gonna decide for you man so i really i just really want anybody that's listening you know pick what you want to do go 100 miles per hour man you know the Think about where you want to be and then do whatever you got to do to get there, man. Like, that's that's all I could really say. And work on it every day, man. So Some people underestimate how much, you know, they want to, oh, a year from now, I want to have this and that. But, okay, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go play soccer all day and then I'm going to go fuck around at night. I'm going to go, you know, whatever the case may be, tomorrow, all day, you know, so on and so forth. No. You know, the, no. Got to work. That's no, all. That's, that's it. it. You got to work. Hack at it every day. And, then and we'll now work. I died. No, but it it's all good. You know why? Because it's still recording over there. Um, all right, dude. So where can they follow you on social media? Because I'm pretty sure they want to. They really, really want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, you know, I don't post. I don't post a ton of things. You won't. You won't know a lot about me if you just. But if you seriously, if you directly contact me, man, I I love helping absolutely anybody. You know this, mm-hmm. and going forward, I hope anybody that hears this knows this. But I I'm always like a hundred and ten percent about helping absolutely anybody that you know needs any type of help with anything, honestly. But um, you know, Ocampo Miguel nine is my Instagram, I think, and that's it. But yeah, um, ears are always open. Anything that I do know, of course, I have no problem passing it on to anybody. Um. You know, and and you're gonna catch a better version of me next time because, you know, you get every time that you talk to me, there's gonna be a better version of me. So, there you go, improvement. That's what it's all about. Thank you so much for doing this on a Friday night. We could be doing something else, but you hit it right on the head. We're working on our fucking crap. No, we're just getting started, baby boy. Hey, yeah, we're just getting started. All right, until next time, everyone. Um. I don't even know what to say anymore. Follow me on Twitter at Alex Perez FC and on Instagram. Miguel fucking killed it tonight. Stay positive. Stay positive. Um, wash your balls and uh, powder your balls. Powder your balls because it's swamp ass season. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.